everyone, I'm Nicole. Hello, hello everyone, I'm Earl. We're the Poisers, and this is the Mix-Up, episode 14. Coming, on, coming at you on July 4th, 2021. Um, happy Independence Day. That's why I was surprised you actually said it. <laughs> um, but happy Independence Day if you're vaccinated. Vaccined? Right. Vaccinated. I don't care. I made up the meaning. <laughs> um, let me look. But anyway, um, independence from uh, COVID-19 for many people out there who yes. made the decision to smartly get vaccinated, um, especially in lieu of the Delta vaccine Very. seeming to yeah. make a strong push um, in several parts of the country. So um, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's all in all fifty states. I think they said mm-hmm. now. So um, yeah. So that's, and if you are not, if you are still not vaccinated, please just go, just do it. It is fine. I don't have another arm growing out of my body. No one has come to find me via the microchip in my arm. Um, I don't have 5G capabilities. Well, anyway, there's chips in our phones, so. Well, right. Even if we're scared of so-called being tracked. Yeah. Then get rid of your phone. Yes. And, and your computer. And, so. and your smart TV. And your, yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So, we've been away for a while. Yeah, sorry about that. Long hiatus once again, but you know, once again, life will make, you know, decide for you sometimes yeah. what you can and cannot do. So, we just kind of just roll with the punches and, you know, here we are. Where we can and we are here. You know, so. We are in July. Um, we are halfway through the year basically now. Yeah. Um, Christmas in July stuff going on. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's been it's been interesting leading up to now. I, I feel, you know, we, you talked about the vaccine, but you know, getting together with my family, my immediate family and cousins and all of us being in the same place at the same time for the first time since Christmas Eve 2019. So that was... Um, it was nice. It was nice to get together and celebrate everything that we've missed. I think the kids enjoyed getting um, Christmas presents <laughs> in the middle of the year. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? I just hope Nico thinks that uh, that's going to be a regular occurrence. But, yeah. So there's been a lot going on. Um, and we we always try to decide what we're going to talk about with each episode and we threw out a lot of different topics right we threw out the um mayoral election here in new york city um that has just it's a mess to put it bluntly um but we do not know who won the primary yet um so we can't really talk about any of that stuff or I mean, we could talk about how awful the Board of Elections here is, but that we can reserve that for when we actually know who won the uh, ranked choice primary. 
Um, we talk, we brought up the January 6th commission um, and potentially talking about that. Juneteenth as a, a federal federally recognized holiday, but then also that these same um, Republicans refused to bring voting rights bill to debate. So um, there was that too. There's been a lot. Bill Cosby is out of prison. Um, yeah. But, oh, Derek Chauvin was sentenced to 22 and a half years. There was also that potential topic. But we figure right now it's pretty timely to talk about the Olympics. They are starting this month, right? The end of the month? Oh, I believe so, yeah. So they're starting this month. There's already been a lot of discussion in terms of COVID and Japan and how things are going and whether crowds would be allowed, um, you know, how vaccinations are going and all of that stuff. But that is not what we're going to talk about when it comes to the Olympics. Instead, we're going to talk about, there's a couple things. So one is um, athlete activism and what that looks like in terms of the Olympics and the governing body ruling on what an athlete can or cannot do and what is considered activism, protest, etc. Because um, we've seen some of that already in the trials, in the Olympic trials. Um, and then the other is the suspension, since she's now been suspended, for um, testing positive for marijuana, uh, Shikari Richardson, mm -hmm. and the implications of that, and the discussions around marijuana since there are, I believe, 19 states where it is legal now, so including the one that she was in when she um which was oregon oregon yes um but now she is suspended and is likely now not going to tokyo because she cannot participate her there was there well, was she has a chance. no 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 so i just saw something that said about the relay that technically her times have been wiped out so i don't think that they can count that to then put her into that provisional spot I think is what I saw because I know there was talk about the relay so her times are wiped out it's like she didn't even participate in the trials yeah, that's crazy if that's the case then that's right even more ridiculous right um, and so there's been a lot of talk about like why are why is this looked at as performance enhancing um what are we doing? <laughs> We're trying to change laws, marijuana laws, in in a lot of states where we're decriminalizing marijuana and therefore um, trying to to adjust a system that disproportionately affects and imprisons brown and black people for very low level drug offenses. 
um, and other major sports leagues have adjusted and loosened their drug policies when it comes to marijuana specifically. But here we are. Here we are again. No surprise. I mean, it just kind of stays consistent with this whole storyline of how you know people of color kind of like I think made an example of for certain quote unquote offenses uh, things that are not even classified as egregious acts because from what I can tell and the story, of course, goes with this, in particular with Shakari Richardson, was that her her, um, her mother, was it her mother or her grandma that died? No, it, it was her mother who, I believe, it was her mother because her, her grandmother away, right? raised her, right? right? She had a very, um, I, I don't want to say non-existent relationship, but they had a very strained relationship. Her mother didn't raise her. There was There's a lot of backstory there, and I've seen that actually used against her, too, where they're like, well, if she didn't know her, like, well, why is she so upset about it type mom. of thing? I know. <laughs> I mean, I know, but I idea. had seen it that's, that's said more than once, and it's disturbing. But, yeah. So her mother, so it was her mother that did passed pass away. away. Her grandmother she, was there at the trial. Right, and yeah. she basically was trying to find a way to cope with that, and so she decided to smoke some joints, um, you know, because she was going through pain. Um, I'm sure there was a lot of things going through her mind, especially being an athlete that is expected to perform at the highest level. She had to perform like quick turnaround after finding out this news. So it was like, um, let me find out, let me find the most accessible thing and harm, harmless thing, especially as an athlete, because it doesn't enhance your performance. It relaxes you, and I don't see how that's gonna have an un give her an unfair advantage over other athletes who mm -hmm. are running a hundred meter race. Um, you know, it doesn't pump up your muscles. It doesn't get your blood rushing. Um, doesn't give you super speed, anything like that. It's marijuana. It has a totally opposite effect. But, you know, in their rules, I guess it's the IOC's rules or Olympic rules or whatever, they say you can't have any types of drugs, including marijuana. She owned up and took responsibility for that, which was very professional of her, but it just still stinks that she had to be put in this position especially considering the circumstances in which she found herself in um, you know in a bereavement state and you know to think that there was not uh, effort to make an exception considering the circumstances that she was in and on top of that she would have Represented for the U.S. like I, I believe '96 was the last time that the U.S. Uh, women's at least um, hundred meter mm -hmm. race that uh, uh, a U.S. person has has won. 
think it was Gil yeah. Divas or Gil Devers um, in 96 that won. Um, that was the last time. So this would have been a great, great chance for that record to be, um, or that streak to be broken. And I think she would have definitely won because I've seen her performing. Like, she just blows the competition away. And, you know, there hasn't been, like, to my recollection, in the 100-meter race for women's, there hasn't right. been an American woman that has, um, you know, dominated that field. So she definitely would have been on her way because she's only 21. So she has, like, plenty of years to even get better than where she is right now. So it's just a shame that marijuana of all things is the thing that is derailing her dreams of going to the Olympics um, and considering all that the rest of this country has been through with COVID and the tragedies and the craziness that's gone on in the past year and a half you figure that someone like her with her bright personality and uh, you know flashy looks and you know she kind of reminded me of like Flojo back in the day with the um, just a kind of different vibrant look to her and she just oh well she was also criticized for like before this right people were talking about her hair her nails the the tattoos the whole thing and I'm like get over yourself because if you can run that fast like I don't care like like what What do you do what do you do you know, some mm-hmm. people that complain about tattoos and all this type of stuff are the same people that will watch people on TV, football players, basketball players, <laughs> yeah. uh, people in monster truck events or whatever. They wear tattoos, but they still perform at a mm-hmm. high level, so it has nothing to do with nothing. So, you know, they just, I, I just think all that is is you want to criticize someone who is able to take agency over herself and her body and be independent and assert herself the way she feels comfortable and on top of that she's not even hurting anyone Um, the only thing that she's hurting is people's feelings for some reason which is something that they have to deal (laughs) with which you know she can't be held responsible for Um, so you know, this just kind of stays in line with the whole, like, just singling out, I think, a person of color to make an example of, like, you won't do this, you won't do that. Even if it's the ex- at the expense of, uh, you know, I think giving her a chance to kind of bring people together to cheer over this person who's representing the United States. So we won't even have that uh, mm-hmm. person being there to do that for us, which is a shame. But, you know, we'll see. Hopefully she gets to perform in the 4x100 relay race. We'll see what the developments will bring about with that. Yeah, but they just need to change these rules. They're archaic, in my view. They're very... Well, because it goes counter to so many other things. And I understand, you know, there's the people out there that are like, well, rules are rules. And it's like, well, you know what? You need to re-examine rules from time to time, man and you rules, need man to change, change things because when you're, if it's the U.S. doping agency, you know, if I'm the U.S. doping agency, I'm saying, okay, so like 19 states have this legal, right? And there's rules about how 
it's something about how much can be in your system and there's all these rules about obviously it can last in your system for a while and you can't have it within competition and all there's all this nuance in the rules right but but times are have changed so much and when we're at a point now where smoking marijuana is probably more accepted than it ever was um and we're trying to decriminalize it and not make it this taboo thing that people you know everyone wants to call it the gateway drug um you know we need to we need to look at this stuff again and and change it Mm -hmm. it needs to be changed long past time long it's just especially when you think of how many corporations and well you know um, entrepreneurs are raking up well, athletes athletes too, putting money into CBD and dispensaries and all of this stuff like they're they're either being um, signed by to represent or they're putting money into them and not just like people who you don't know or would have never heard of right like i believe gronk is one of them right there's a lot of athletes who are involved in this world now so it, it's just counter to to everything yeah i mean athletes are making money off their big name business executives i'm sure are making money off that um, you know people who are invested in these companies are making a lot of dough off of this um cheese to go around right um so i think it just totally is counterproductive and counterintuitive it just makes no sense uh in the biggest scheme of things uh, as far as i'm concerned just um you know and then when it comes to i'm sure down the line the olympics games down the line and when it gets to other locations i'm sure they're going to retroactively like oh you know what man we shouldn't have had that rule in the first place you know what we need to catch up and then unfortunately it'll be too late mm-hmm. for Shakari Richardson because I think that thinking should already been you know in the works should already be right now because mm-hmm. you know it's just unfortunate that especially especially in these times when we need something positive something good you know and I think she would have definitely represented that for all of us, not even just America, but just for everyone. It's just a shame that she won't get to share in that and, and uh, bless us with her talent, you know, even for just a few seconds. So, yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. You know, all that time and training and, and they had to push that a year. All of these athletes had to push that a year. Um, the time, the money the training the you know all of that stuff it's it's having a job but you don't get paid for it so you know it's hard right it's every four years and it's this idea that like I mean she's young enough that she will hopefully be in the next Olympic Games but it, it's just it's sad when it's something that comes every four years and and then something like this happens and now you're you're out of that opportunity potentially t- to me for no good reason but that's 
So, yeah. So there's that. And now there's activism. Athlete activism. Making political statements. Um... So the the IOC has always had rules regarding this. It has come under a lot of scrutiny as of late for obvious reasons. And so... And for those, sorry, because for those who yes. don't know, IOC, International Olympic Committee. Sorry, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Yes. So they, but they just released new guidelines offering Olympians a chance to express their views that's a quote on the field of play before the start of a competition including during athlete introductions so theoretically they'll be allowed to wear an article of clothing like a shirt or something with a slogan or make a symbolic gesture like kneeling or raising a fist to express their views on an issue before the start of their events However, they will still not be allowed to conduct any sort of demonstration on the field of play, the podium during medal ceremonies, in the athlete village, or at the opening and closing ceremonies of the games. So, it's kind of a change but, but but like not at the same time um so it says rule 50 of the olympic charter which had long outlawed any quote demonstration or political religious or racial propaganda end quote at the games has come under repeated scrutiny right So they've always had this stance against any form of protest or activism, like Mm -hmm. anything. And we've seen the effects of that um, in the Olympics before. And a lot of athletes have made their views known about the current prior to this change i mean they're still talking about it but prior to this change uh the their feelings on on the rules and how they don't necessarily agree (laughs) with how these rules what these rules are i should say um because they want to be able to express themselves and you know they're human beings and they have thoughts that are not only about their respective events that they're participating in. Mm -hmm. And they're not all white, and even the white ones have something to say. Um, And it is... I don't know. I'm blanking on what I want to say there. It's disappointing. Disappointing, not surprising. I mean... Well... I mean, this is kind of like, this is the, I think, example of what it is when the powers that be who are comfortably in their chairs of power or holding their lovers of power don't want people who are 
trenches to recognize that certain things are wrong, certain things need to be called out. Well, I just, I also, not to cut you off there, but I do want to point out that that is the IOC, the International Olympic Committee's Mm -hmm. um, rules. The U.S. Olympics, Olympic and Paralympic Committee have come out and said that they will not discipline, like punish any athletes, American athletes, for any sort of political expression in competition on the podium which is a reversal of previous rules that the U.S. committee has had. So just, I just also want to make that... Yeah, they're probably feeling the pressure. Well, of course they are. that'll work its way into the IOC. Um, But, you know, still, like, there are still people in power there who, you know, in the countries that these um, places are, um, and of course this year it's in Japan, you know, there are, there may, there may be facets or there may be certain regimes or things like that, um, people who hold political power and are running things that it's not necessarily um, geared solely towards, say, black activists mm-hmm. who come from America, but there oh, may yeah. be, they're probably trying to stave off people who want to protest human rights there's, things going there's on. There's stuff going on all <laughs> across the world, right? In, yeah. In other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And so that's their way of, I guess, doing a preeminent strike against uh, any conflict that may come about if they were to permit these athletes to uh, express themselves in such a way that would be seen as quote unquote controversial or run up against what the country that the, the the host country that they would allow or want they don't want them to bring attention to certain things because there are things out there that we may not even be aware of but then when you have a platform like the Olympics as being broadcast internationally worldwide all of a sudden it's brought to people's attention and consciousness and now all of a sudden there may be some subsequent action right. coming about because of that so maybe that's where they're coming from um, but you know like I said like when you threaten to rock the cradle um, they want to do everything in their power to stave that off and kind of hold it at bay so I think that's kind of what their motivations are um, not saying it's right but that's just the explanation of I think why they put these rules in uh, in the first place so you know but you know the world is changing the world I think is especially being that people after this year and a half with COVID and everything people being forced to be inside uh, they have been kind of put in this position where they've had to be more self-reflective and also be uh, able to examine and ultimately be critical of the world outside of their immediate uh, surroundings and their houses and what have you. So, um, you know, 
it's just it's just the way it is and um you know people i don't think are going to sit down and take any more nonsense and um i think the olympics is of course the one venue the one time that uh everybody's eyes are on and glued to this event because it's a worldwide thing and, you know olympics is like well i think they try to put a stop to that right now and i, I think that's what their motivation is Yeah. So yeah. So there and there have there have been. I mean, I, we. Tommy Smith and. John Carlos. John Carlos, like that. That is the reference we were making earlier about it happening in the past and kind of the aftermath of. Raising a fist during the medal ceremony, um, and. And everything that happened from that moment, to getting your medals taken away, and, and it, there's just so so much there. And still today, we have athletes protesting, if you want to call it protesting, or showing some form of protest, or however you want to describe it, whether that's raising a fist so mm-hmm. so um was his name noah noah lyles lyles or lyle but anyway uh so yeah he yeah so he raised a fist before his race i believe mm-hmm. um and Somewhere. Um, yeah, it was Noah Lyles. Okay. It was at the U.S. Olympic trials, and he uh, raised a, a he had a glove black on glove too. Fist, yeah, mm-hmm. um, a la uh, John Carlos, <laughs> yeah. Tommy Smith. Uh, I guess that was probably um, in in recognition of them. So he did that, uh, that gesture, um, to protest all that's going on in America and has been going on in America, um, as far as racial relations and social justice or social injustice goes, um, here in the states, um, and so that that's one example, which I just actually just found out about uh, today. Um, that was news to me but the other more uh, famous example was um, the hammer thrower Gwen Berry Gwen Berry mm-hmm. who had um, made the news for turning her back to the American flag while the Star Spangles or the National Anthem was playing the National Anthem yeah um, and of course like I said this is following her um her event at the Olympic trials and I think she said that her explanation was that she, you know she was led to believe because in the Olympics itself I, I believe like when you're on the podium like automatically like um, you know the whoever's in first place of course their national anthem plays and I think she said she was kind of caught off guard because she wasn't expecting 
the national anthem to play at that time because they don't always play it at the Olympic trials after every like event and she was uh, you know the information given to her from my understanding was that it would not be played so she was kind of caught off guard so um, they kind of put her in a, a funky position and she decided I guess at that moment she was like you know what she wasn't feeling it and she decided, as was her right, to turn her back to the flag, which was raising up. Um, and, of course, she received a whole bunch of you know, backlash and derision for her act from Republicans and conservatives and things like that. And Fox News people and, uh, you know, those channels run America, whatever, uh, which was, of course, predictable. But... You know, she received this uh, vitriol from these people who were okay or at least tepid in their response to the January 6th insurrection um, and the people who attacked Capitol Police and were making their way to you know, cause harm to our American political figures, whether you agree with them or not, they are American. And... Um, they, it's just funny to me that they reserve so much hate and vitriol and criticism for someone who has every right to do what she decided to do, whether you liked it or not. We have been, people have died for the right for people to have that privilege and have that right to do what no other person, probably any other country could do. Um, so well, I just find it kind of very hypocritical that it, it is, you know, we're worried. See, this country, like, we're worried more about quote unquote patriotism, which is a loose defined word in today's society because I don't understand right. how what people want to categorize as patriotism as I am showing loyalty to one man over country or I am willing to defend others who decide to storm the capital to storm the seat of our governing our governing powers uh, I am willing to defend or to say that I love blue lives and I'm not willing to support a bill that would have honored people on the capital who were there to defend uh, everyone else from harm or I'm not willing to defend a bill, a COVID relief bill that also had attached to it funding for police. And it just blows my mind that everything that they say is totally antithetical to what it is to be a true Because patriot. their argument is if you're not going to, quote, respect the flag, right? Because this is, we come back to the respect the flag comments, right? which is the same thing that people have said about Colin Kaepernick um, when when he began kneeling, and even to this day still, they, that's, that's the whole thing. It's respect the flag, respect the flag, respect the flag. My, with that being said, and you and I have had these conversations about respecting the flag and what that is, and if you asked any of these people on the street what like the rules are for the flag I don't think any of them could tell you 
right? Like it's not supposed to touch the ground or I, I, there, there's all sorts of nuance and rules about the flag and when it should fly and how you take it down and how you fold it and all of these things. And these people also, if I'm remembering correctly, during the insurrection, were carrying flags that were based off the American flag, but had Donald Trump's face on it, or were changed in some way and had other writing on it. Like, is that respecting the same the flag? Thin blue line thing across it. All all different. Oh no! Things, not, right. Not, not, let's also let's also include being used as a weapon to beat oh, people. Oh right! With. Yep, yep, yep. I'm pretty sure that's not allowed either, right? So it's it's hypocrisy and it's a different set of rules for different people, right? The do as I say, not as I do type of thing. And so there's this constant argument of, well, if she's not going to respect the flag or turn and face it, then she shouldn't be representing the country in the Olympics. Right? If you're going to raise a fist, you shouldn't you're supposed to be going there for your country. And that's the argument, is that they're not true Americans. Right? They're not representing or they're not they're not representative of the America that they want to see. And that they are not representative of what they think America should be about. And I don't even know anymore. Don't even like well, I don't even know either. But I ran and my whole thing is I don't know, like doesn't it make us American to want things to be better or to want to see our country be the best that it can? And if that means speaking out against injustice or speaking out against things that are just wrong, isn't that isn't that part of our rights as Americans in this country to be able to say those things and point them out? Oh, right, but it can't be in your face. That's what I was told. That's how I was sold a bill of goods. Um, be- because the, in this country, right, we, we, we have kids stand for Pledge of Allegiance in school. And we do all of these things. We play the national anthem before every single sporting event that there is that exists in the country. It doesn't matter if it is, you know, if it's regular season, if it's a postseason, if it's playoffs, if it's, it doesn't matter. They've played the national anthem before I've started random like 10Ks every single time. It's all about ceremony. It is. When other countries do not do that and they reserve that for world competition, right? Like, hmm, the Olympics or the World Cup or something like that where where there is a definitive, like, you're from this country, you're from this country, you're from this country, you're from this country, right? So it's the constant beating over our heads throughout our lives the quote patriotism the militarization the love love the military right the flyovers the color guard the all of that stuff 
Like that all has ties that link back to the same thing. They're also generally paying to do these things. <laughs> That's a whole other discussion. So, you know, America is also very unique in a lot of ways in those sorts of super patriotism. Um, we're number one. Everyone else sucks. We're the best. We're the most powerful. We're the wealthiest. We're the, right. It's always those connotations when it comes to America. I mean, we're not, but just saying. But it just goes to show that, um, you know, if you point out the bad in America, then it's like the worst thing in the world you could have ever done. Because it's like, why are you airing out dirty laundry? Why are you letting the world... Like, it doesn't make sense whether or not we protest. Like, it's still able to be seen it's mm -hmm. still able to be experienced mm -hmm. by people and it's able to be witnessed by the world because it is broadcast not just to here in the states yeah. but it's broadcast to but, other people not only around that, the world but the rest of the world just as much as we see what goes on in the rest of the world they see what goes on here too yeah right? that's what i'm saying right yeah so like after george floyd was murdered like all of the protests that occurred in other countries we're not even just talking about the 50 states but in other countries about the same things right there's there's protests going on in brazil there's protests going on in colombia right we're seeing all of these things um because i think in those cases a lot of it is covid related with the government and how they're not doing things that they should be doing and etc but right there's we're looking at what's happening with Afghanistan and withdrawing troops from Afghanistan. We see what happens in Syria. We've like we see these things. They see things as well in the reverse. So this isn't like nobody knows what's going on anywhere else. It's it's just basically it's just that you know, especially with this Olympian, they don't want her to take. They don't want her to be assertive. First of all, she's a black woman. So the fact that she had the audacity to be assertive, to take agency over her own body, over her mind, over her own decisions on the national stage like that, for them was an affront. It was like, you got outside of your place. You need to not know what's going on around you. And if you do know what's going on around you, we need you not to advertise that right it goes back to that slave mentality of we're not going to allow you to read because if you read you're going to gain knowledge and you're going to get the idea that you want to be free and that you want better things for yourself and your family and people around you so it's i want to hold withhold knowledge from you i want you to pretend that everything is okay i want you to close your eyes and if you can't even do that, then I need you to close your mouth. And essentially, even though she didn't open her mouth, she was 
advertising to the world and to 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 other Americans that everything is not okay, and we're not going to just sit back and put our hand over our heart and say we need to be patriotic and that's the way that we do things because it's just not reality for some people in this country. Not everybody. Sorry to to break the news to a lot of people out there. Not everybody's treated the same. Not everybody is given. Really? The privilege of what it is that we advertise all the time to be an American, you know what I'm saying? Like You're this, really so, this different, <clears throat> there's different racial, socioeconomic statuses and classes in this country, and it's been like that for the longest. And we have that, of course, to attribute to capitalism as well. But you know, first and foremost, people have been treated differently due to race, and there's mm-hmm. a lot been a lot of anti-black racism in this world has been built upon white supremacy white supremacy thoughts and ideals um and you know this young lady has lived and 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 worked and performed as a black american in this country and she sees what's going on she's probably experienced what's going on or she knows family who's gone through certain things and enough is enough i'm sure she said and she said, I'm not going to sit here or stand here and act like everything is okie dokie just to satisfy people's eyes and make them feel good about themselves. When we see everything that's going on in this country from voter suppression to, you know, what happened with the storming of the Capitol to police brutality, the disparity in, in health care between blacks and whites, the wealth gap, um, the, the 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 mass incarceration and all these type of things that are just going well, on and on throughout the years. So it's like let's talk about this too because we talked about it the other day when she went on her rant. Megan McCain talking about how how she views the flag is somehow under attack or is not popular, and she can view the flag the way she does and have her opinions on the flag and all this nonsense right and she went off on this tirade about the flag and this and that and invokes her dad like she loves to do every single time because you know she thinks somehow that makes her more likable and talks about oh well you know you i can't do i can't what is it it was something like i can't show my love for the flag the way that I'm used to or have in the past because somehow because somehow I'm wrong in how I view the flag and and I laughed because it's like no actually you can still view the flag how you want to view it or view the country how you want to view it but someone else has a different opinion and a different view of that same flag and that's the part that we should be respecting is the fact that my view of these things is different from yours is different from yours is different from yours but overall as a whole within this country all of those views are okay to have and should be respected as such because we live in a country that allows us to have those views and those thoughts. So 
this idea that we're someone somewhere, some boogeyman, is now saying, well, if you love the country, like, you're wrong. <clears throat> I, I, it just, well, we, like, we, who we, says that? You know, the funny thing, though, is that even though it's first in line, we put less importance, at least in recent times, less importance on the First Amendment than we do but say the second but everyone wants to amendment. also invoke it at the same time yeah right no I know my rights my rights my rights my rights yeah I mean cause it's convenient for them that's what I'm saying but it's more you know we we tend to say more about oh that was this was it I'm sorry this was <laughs> that that it could serve as anti-US propaganda for Putin Turning your back on the flag. No, what's anti? <laughs> that, what's, that was the part that. What's really anti-U.S. <laughs> if we want to go there is allowing, um, you know, when Trump was in office, he basically was uh, um, obsequious to um, the Russians and to Putin. Remember that whole thing when they had that conference and he was standing next to him and saying. Oh, well, Putin told me he had nothing to do with the hack, so I believe him over my U.S. intelligence. Right. Right? So... And, yeah. And then she... Right. We want to talk about using stuff against the U.S. Like, he actively did that by going against mm-hmm. the U.S. intelligence that were there to tell you... Hey. And say, hey, look, <laughs> hey, these people are actively trying to subvert our democracy. Right. By hacking and yeah. doing all this stuff and FYI, infiltrating so our, our digital um, footprint. And you're like, oh, no, that's fine. There's nothing to see here. But here's the other part, too, that so she what, said. What, what and about? this is all quoted. I will die on this hill. That is not appropriate or patriotic to go to a foreign country where you're supposed to be representing America and act like it's just about you. It's not about you. It's about all of us. Who's all of us? Maybe did she, see that's the thing that's mm-hmm. the privilege right because mm-hmm. the thing is mm-hmm. the funny thing the ironic thing she's saying is she's making it about her yet in that statement mm-hmm. Megan McCain made it about herself mm-hmm. because you're saying that Gwenberry should somehow align herself with what you believe is the yes is America yes yep is your way yep. of living experiences that you've had yep or people that look like you have yep. had. Not and everybody has had that exactly. experience. And that's why I said so, you don't have to agree what with what she did. You don't have to agree with what Colin Colin Kaepernick has done. You don't have to agree with taking a knee, with raising a fist. You don't have to agree with any of that in any of those moments, right? Mm-hmm. That is your right, just as much as it is their right to do those things in those moments. You don't have to agree with it. But you just need to respect that someone has that mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, just kind of shows the hypocrisy of the United States um, in these times. But uh, not shocked, not surprised. Um, kind of just goes in line with what people here in America, especially like people who are in power who just have a certain agenda that they're trying to achieve, of course, to retain power or attain power. Um, 
that they themselves don't really care about the mm-hmm. America, the best in America, and all that it has to offer, and things like that. Like they're just using that as a cudgel. They're just mm-hmm. using that as a crutch because you know it's all about power and just hold on to that. And if you have to lie here and there, or you know, throw out some insults or exaggerate, or you know throw out a little some untruth out there stuff like that or tell people to not look over that way but look over here there's nothing to see you know you know sprinkles of that then that's fine yeah um you know at the expense of their soul right. you know right, a, a tr- right, right, assume right. they have but like this is what it is it's like you know when when certain people in this country assert themselves and and, and decide that enough is enough that they gonna do what they want to do as Americans that you said we can do um you know it's like wait hold up don't take it too far don't take that whole American thing too far don't take the thing that we said that we're free to do what we what you can do as a as an American citizen please don't take that literally that was only meant for this select few y'all wasn't supposed to like actually take us on our word and do it but i can't believe y'all actually doing it by the way american flag clothing violates the flag code so yeah i don't know american flag clothing bikini wear handkerchiefs i just you know we we're like whatever but like if you're gonna yell about respecting the flag like donald trump Put your was American hugging flag hugging the it, yeah, flag no, is that respecting the flag no no i don't think so like just you know. <laughs> so but y'all willing to accept that mm-hmm. um but you know yeah. this is this is what we're talking about but you know um yeah. but when these olympics you know when they when they pop off i believe it starts july 23rd um when everything goes down, like I actually look forward to seeing more protests. Like, if anything, I that's gonna see what happens. If anything, yeah, that's I... gonna that's gonna compel me to want to watch even more. Like, I love to watch the events themselves, um, especially track and field, um, swimming, and occasionally, gymnastics. occasionally gymnastics. I'm not a huge. That's nice. Occasionally gymnastics. I'm not a huge fan of that. I mean, I'm a Yankee fan. I'm not a huge fan of baseball, so doesn't mean anything. Um, but, but it's like, I just kind of look forward to, to seeing what people are going to do to piss some people off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's where I'm really anxious Mm -hmm. to see where where this i would like to see where it goes i'd like to see what people do i'd like to see what the ripple effect could be um you know someone's got to be first right and i i think like you're gonna have that and then or maybe they're all like talking with each other and trying to figure something out right you you don't know Mm um i just there's going to there are going to be protests there are going to be statements there's going to be something yeah and even if it's not necessarily in the games or in the arenas like i think it's going to be peripheral it's going to be around interviews it's something there's going to be stuff so yeah i'm I'm people gonna silently protest wear certain shirts that 
right. omit a certain message or what, what have you. I'm curious to see what those um, are. See what see what lines they can I mean, push. I do what, like watching you know, the Olympics. I do like watch it. I, do I mean, I watch it. it too. But I do enjoy you know. some diving and gymnastics and swimming and all of that stuff, track and everything. So, yeah, it'll be um, and especially since it's been pushed back a year. It's, mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be really interesting about this Olympics that we've not mm-hmm. seen to a certain level before. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we'll definitely circle back around on this as the games get started. Mm-hmm. So I know there will be there will be stuff to talk about. And yeah, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. See. I mean, and plus, I'm also kind of curious to see what it'll look like with the COVID um, well, yeah. restrictions and things like that, mm-hmm. like how the stands are going to look mm-hmm. because I believe they said they're, they're not, a, not allowing not, they're not allowing for it like we, you can't travel there just to go to the Olympics, I think you have to be a citizen yeah, you can't cheer while in yeah, the stands so or something weird. like that so weird. Gonna that's going to be so really weird and I don't know how you can stop yourself to, from cheering during see how, that's going, that, how they're yeah. going to pull that one I would love to see how that right. going to Like someone does an amazing happen. vault or, or yeah. routine on the floor exercise and no one's going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Really so good. definitely um, this, I don't know if this will be pushed out on the actual fourth, fourth this episode, but take the time to look up some stuff um, to read to um, donate to causes and just recognize that this is not everybody's Independence Day mm-hmm. and that there's still a lot of things going on in this country that need to be figured out and fixed and made better. So do your research. Yeah, I mean, if anything, with Independence I like to be independent from bullshit. <laughs> that's 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 my that's my um my goal is to be independent of oh, ridiculous good. critique criticism and all that stuff because I'm exercising my right or I support someone who's exercising his or her right to to actually uh, hold America up to a standard that mm-hmm. she said she is. And I think that's the best that we can do is actually hold you up and hold you to account to what you said you are. Um, and, and that's all you can ask because, you know, if you if you uh, buy something on Amazon or wherever you buy something, you see something advertised is the best. You see all this testimony is just really good and stuff like that. And um, that kind of maybe motivates you or pushes you to actually purchase that and if I see that purchase is actually not living up to what it said it was going to be for me especially according to other people I keep the receipt and I send it back Mm -hmm. I can't send back my country but I have every right Mm -hmm. to critique it and I have every right to hold it up to everything that it said it would be and that it was so don't don't hate the player hate the game and on that note, you know what I'm I am Nicole. And I'm Earl. We're the Poisers, and this was the mix-up. Y'all be good now. Peace. <laughs>